Welcome to MotoGP Mac, where MotoGP fans congregate and fanboys fear to tread. How are we doing this fine weekend, my friend? We're doing, we're doing very, very good. We're doing very, very good. It's oh, I should have worn my Marquez shirt. Oh, what a pity! Huh? Damn. Yeah. Well, I did see a comment according that I am a according to people anyway. I'm a Mark Marquez hater. And uh, that I say things against Marc Marquez uh, just to boost my channel ratings and popularity and to gain views. So, we're about to so, so, so to to the person that wrote that, all I simply say is, guess what finger I'm holding up? Yeah, and no, I'm not a Marc Marquez hater. Now, do I like his personality and all of that? Nope. And I've been very open for my reasons of why. Is he a really good racer? Yep. yep. Um, am I entitled to give my opinion on my YouTube channel? Yep. yep. Does it mean it's right? Nope. Does it mean that I have the right to? Yep. So, yeah. you know, um, and, you know, just for people's thing, I said in yesterday's video that, or in Saturday's video about it, I, I still believe it's going to take Mark time to understand the Ducati. And there, and it's a very simple reason. Mark is not a back-of-the-field rider, right? No. And I do think he'll be up the front from the very start. But will he be, how would I suppose, the dominant factor straight away? And I, and I don't think so, right? I think there's a couple of things where and why. I think in the Valencia test, I do believe he was riding a 22. And that's in my heart of hearts, right? I don't think he had a full-blown 23. And the reason for that is that Ducati did not update the chassis of uh-huh. Peco's bike and Martin's bike. They updated only the engines, right? So realistically, right. that's four 2023s that were taken out of circulation. Does right. that make sense? Right. Um. Then also, yeah, so Bastanini and Thing also had their 23s and a 24 engine. Do you know what I mean? So, look, I'm not convinced 100% that Mark had GP23s. I think he had 22s. With the 22s, obviously, Mark is. Look, we don't need to talk about how good he is as a writer, right? But also, his. Ducati technician or engineer is also the fella that unlocked the GP22 settings for Gigi. Do you know what I mean? Not for, um, uh, what's his name? Gigi Antonio. So he unlocked that. So Mark is starting off with a very, very good base on the 2022. Do you know what I mean? So it's more about this. So I think a lot is going to change for Mark when he gets onto the 23. I think he's going to get a little bit more of a surprise and then he's going to go through testing and everything is going to be like he i have no doubt he's going to be tapping the timesheets in testing and i would dare say that he'd probably get pole position in the first race yeah i think it's just going to change in race runs does that make sense yeah i i agree like, i i think it is something different because the ducati is the best bike it's also the best bike with the most rear biased Remember he had see, this, and, and this and this and this is and this this comes to my point of Marx. Like yeah, he, he needs to adjust to that. His natural instinct is to override the bike, 
Right. Turn it with the back wheel. Right. And whatever. You do that with a Ducati, and you'll either end up on the floor right. or you'll burn out the tires. Yeah. And it, all I'm saying here is, in practice, everything is fine because no one's challenging you. You're not racing. You're not the fucking. Right. You're not in the heat of the moment. In a race, and I'll challenge anyone on this. In a race, you will always go back to your natural instincts. Your oh, natural yeah. instincts are, are this, that, and the other. Did you ever Jordan, see fighters? Do you ever see fighters? It, 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 it's, it, it's like the plan to get punched in the face, right? Yeah. Jordan, no, no, no. It all, fighters, they always say he has a new plan. He's going to be a boxer this time, the slugger, and he's going to go back. Yeah. And what happens is as soon as the, type, the, the fight gets tough, right, mm-hmm. he's in a real tough fight, Automatically, instantly, they go back to the original thing. It's called exactly. train. And, 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 it's, and it's not me pissing on Mark Marquez, but no. For me, right? What what Mark Marquez fans could actually do to help Mark is shut up and just leave him go. Leave yeah. him do his exactly. thing. Yeah. Not go on about he's going to win the world championship. He's going to win the first race. He's going to win this. Yeah. All that you're doing is putting extra pressure on him to perform. Yep. Yeah. He's going to have to so, have, and I don't so, care how good you are. It's called trained, it's a scientific fact. It's called a trained reflex, and he's going to have to. Exactly. And that's all I'm saying. And, and I don't think it's not a valid point because I think all I, I do want to see Mark perform. I, but I also believe that the riders, and we've said this before, I do not believe any of the riders, except maybe his brother, are afraid of him anymore on track. Do you know what I mean? They're more so like, all right, you want to bang fairings. Let's bang variables. Yeah. You want to fucking horse it up the inside of me? Is it, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I think, and as, as I mentioned in the, I in hope the, he doesn't I do it. that. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of his riding skills, and I hope he doesn't do that. And I really hope he doesn't do a towing bit either. That's bullshit. Now he has no excuse for towing this now. Yeah, but look, I just think, and I just wanted to answer that because uh, answer the, the 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 some of the comments because a lot of the comments. Being fair, did agree to say, but I'm not. I'm not a Marquez hater. I don't like him personally. I don't like what he does, how he conducts himself. But that's that's neither here nor there. I will say, is he one of the greatest writers? He is. There is absolutely no doubt in that. But for me, I think to get him back to performing. There doesn't have to be the immediate, oh, he's going to fucking destroy the world because he's on the Ducati. He has well, a full also, year. Also, this is a fact, not to break in on you, but that the engineer is going to have to set his bike up different. And that got that, the, the engineer is going to have to have a little adjustment. But you see, but you see is, is that the thing? And, like, and there's so many ways that they can do this, right? That engineer can turn around and say, this is the best setup for a Ducati. You need to adapt to it. Right. Or and then Mark is going to come back and say, "This is not the best way for my riding style. You need to adapt the bike to it." So look, there is there is a lot to do in this testing, right? Okay, they have a year's worth of data on that bike now, right? Right. So the engineers are going to come off a very very strong point to say, "This is how this bike needs to be ridden." Right. Do you know what I mean? So they're going to have to, so, gonna have to hammer out a, a, a kind of a happy medium between the yeah. two. Yeah. And I know people are, 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 and I know people will push back against my thing, right? So the the way I'm going to put this is like, if you look at the Aprilia motorbike, mm-hmm. 
they can run fucking brilliant in practice and qualifying. Yep. And they fuck up in the race then because they can't run the lines they want to run. They yeah. can't do this. Right? Mark is going to get into a dogfight. Like, if you look at Jorge Martin, Jorge Martin, we nicknamed him Bam Bam Martin, right? Yeah. He will go fucking toe-to-toe with Marquez. Yes. You know, Binder will have no doubt go toe-to-toe. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. He'll, you know? he'll, he'll, he'll use that back tire like a baseball bat. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, and I think... You know, when people see Mark getting a little bit beat up, it's kind of blood in the water. And that was the exact same with Rossi when Rossi started. I won't say, well, losing the edge, right? But when Rossi stopped being willing to go to that edge, if if that makes sense. Yeah. So for me, when, when when I look at that, that's all the way I'm saying. I'm like, for me, if I want to see Marquez perform to his best, right? give him time. Don't put yeah. a set an expectation. Oh, he's going to win the championship and he's going to win. That's not he's... what this year is about. And Mark, and many people have spoken about it, is that he needs to, how to say, renew his love of racing, start enjoying his racing again, and then he can be fast. Well, I think he's enjoying his racing already from the way he's looking at yeah. it. He's saying it's, 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 you know, it's like being a family. He's already doing the saying it's like family, you know. Yeah, but let's listen. Look, he said Repsol Honda was his family too. And, yeah, I know, and, I know, that's what I mean. And and like you know, and then look, we had the launch on Saturday. Now we are right. filming this on Sunday, right? But we have Ducatis tomorrow. But we had the launch. Um, I think I was I was kind of bored during the launch. I will be fair. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest. Uh, it, it, was, it was it was it was scheduled for five. Right. Um. It was scheduled for five. The live stream started at five. It actually started at half four because they introduced their Moto E and Moto Two projects. <laughs> and then um, they took a half an hour break to set up for the Moto GP. So it was like half five, and, and you're just you're. I was already sitting there an hour going, "Are you for fucking?" That reading? surprised me. You think they'd have that stuff? Set up, bang, 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 bang. That's 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 what I thought, and especially this. Um, one. Yeah, and then I, I suppose I, I suppose I was a little like, okay, they had all these fucking dancers on and lights, and, you know, yeah. and then they revealed the bikes, and then they talked with the managers, and then eventually Alex came out, and then Mark came out, and <laughs> like there was no major sponsorship added to the bikes, which I was a little bit surprised with, and I'll be very yeah, honest with you. Don't. Forget about Red Bull, forget about whatever, but I thought there would be more... I would thought they would have had a, a bigger title sponsor seeing as the fact that they had Mark now, and they knew they'd Mark for the last four months, you know? Um, I did note, and, I, and, and the one thing that jumped out at me, did you notice that his number is not in red, it's in yellow, or it's in orange? No, I didn't notice that. I didn't. The ninety-three is in orange, so I wonder—is that kind of like a, a <laughs> no, little uh, with the red? Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, no, look, he does have red and orange on his helmet and all of that. Um, but look, I just thought it was very—I I suppose uh, underwhelming—is is the way yeah. I would call the thing, and I think that's because a lot of people were so excited to see Mark, and then yeah. they dragged the balls out of it. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. bring him out, you know, and it was just yeah. like, 
I'm sorry. They got to get that. That I, I, I don't want to see him queer here, but the, the blue got the baby blue. Nothing. I've never seen a bike in baby blue look good. I don't know about you. Never seen yeah. a baby blue bike look good. I'm sure. I'm sure if you if you wrote a lovely letter to Nadia, yeah. uh, she'd probably tell you piss off. But yeah. you know, it's her. It's her team. Her fucking choice. Right. You know what I mean? yeah. Yeah, windows. Windows. Light. Yeah. I want, I want to uh, see this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But look. Um, but look, as with the launch, the the two they look genuinely happy. Uh, and look, I think it's going to be a great great season ahead for Mark. Um, but again, look, I just thought you know, um, I thought there would be a little bit more to it. I thought there'd be a little bit more sponsorship. Um, so I'm kind of surprised if if, if you get me. Um, but then actually talking about sponsorship, uh, I have a video coming out. Yeah, I got to ask you about something on this. Ne- de- next next week. Yeah. Uh, so Repsol and Honda are yeah. having a bit of a shit, shit slinging contest. That's about, that's about to ask you that. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. So as we know, uh, during 2023, Repsol... And Honda decided to continue their partnership for the 24 and 25 season. Um, and it was actually, sorry, I correct myself. It was for the 24 season with an option of 25. Yeah, okay. Um, but part of the terms and conditions of that particular contract was Mark Marquez being present within the team. Yes. And the fact then when Mark four or five months ago announced that he was leaving uh triggered a clause of renegotiation and financial terms and also involvement and apparently the shit has hit the fan within that renegotiation um and long story short um as mark was leaving they made an offer repsol made an offer to honda which was substantially lower and wanted less involvement um but also still wanted to be a prominent position on the bike. Right. So Honda went back to them and basically said that the offer that you've given us is not really reflective of wanting to be a serious and uh, get a prominent position and yada, yada, yada. So my understanding is that Honda gave them a schematic or a drawing of the new livery uh, of what it is to be. And apparently the bike is red, white, and blue. Yes, with with a Repsol badge, <laughs> not so basically. He's not gonna go. It's not gonna go over well with Repsol. Let me tell you. Which and and it hasn't. Now look, they they are still in negotiations. Now personally, for myself, I am not a Repsol Honda fan. Well, look, I, I think the delivery is iconic, right? It's an iconic one of those Castrol Honda type. I'm not even deliveries. a Repsol oil fan. My honest with Um. Or a Lucky Strike Suzuki. Do you know what I mean? There is some liveries out there that are iconic. Do you know what I mean? You put ying to your yang to fucking whatever, yeah. or fucking bread and fucking butter to yeah. draw, draw to the world. And so I do find it a shame that one of these ones, that they, but what I, where I find really, and what I also know is, is that there is no final sign off on delivery for the bike. There's no final sign off for delivery for the. Uh, riders equipment and team wear and you know i think 
from my understanding is that Honda want to go back to the red, white, and blue now because Repsol yeah. have pissed them off. So they're yeah. saying, well, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just show. Like it is one of their things that they wanted to do was to go you know, back Honda to their colorful colors. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I look. I think. I think it was. I think. I, I genuinely think Repsol came in with a silly offer and Honda said, well, look, fucking screw you, right? So that's it. You know what I mean? Look, we don't really want to pay for it, but we're going to fucking pay for it now to teach you a lesson to say we're in control. Um, because look, look at like the Repsol oil cans and things, right? Okay. That has the Repsol and then it has Mark Marquez on the, on the, on the, uh, on the bottle. So, you know, they, they, they're looking at him as the selling point, not the bike. Yeah, but they're seeing his pro- their product in his hand, right? And yeah. like, there's been a lot of Repsol and Honda collaborations outside of MotoGP as well. You know what I mean? And other disciplines of motorsports. So, so there is a big tie in there. But uh, I think it's just a very interesting um, thing that that this has come to light. Um, like my view of this, this should have been fucking put to bed months ago. Yeah, months this is, ago. This, and what, I thought it was. Didn't you? No, I no, it was the no, it was the original deal. But I think the original deal was put to bed. I think towards the summer, and then yeah, Mark came out a couple of weeks about later. In the summertime about the Repsol. What yeah, we, yeah. Had, we went blah 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 blah, and I thought that was a done deal. No. Like, and it, like, it, well, obviously and that's, not. But that's it, but that's that's the thing is like this has been going on for months and it's it's realistically right like yeah. the shit show that's going to happen right it's going to be a PR disaster for one of them come two weeks time right so two weeks right. time we have testing right and if a Honda goes out there with Repsol on it in a small badge <laughs> or yeah. a big badge, or if it goes out fucking blank, you know, it's bad for everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's right. bad for Honda. It's bad for... So, but look, I do think now Honda are going to push the agenda that they want to bring back the red, white, and blue, go the corporate colors. Yeah. Maybe a new start. Maybe it's what they need. Do you know what I mean? After getting yeah, I, You know, personally, out. for a PR deal, I would think so too, don't you? Erase it, you know. White, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Come back with this red, white, and blue, and we're starting over from day one. Red, white, and blue. Davide Brivio at the helm. Poochie, poochie into retirement. Give him his golf yes. clubs. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Look, I just think I think I think it's quite an interesting thing, and it's definitely watched this space because um, it's definitely something very, very strange and I, and I still don't really understand why it's gotten to this stage you know that should have been in my in my view um in my view um dealt with the other funny thing I suppose during the week um is Luca Marini he gave out a comment basically saying you know I'm the right writer for Honda right now and when I read it at first, I did start fucking laughing, right? And yeah. I, I did because I was like, I don't know. And, and then I started to think about it a little bit more and I was kind of, actually, maybe he is. I don't know. I, I still don't have much in it. By the way, I saw him and he's not as thin as a pencil as I thought. Um, ah, but he's a goalpost. He is a fucking goalpost. I, and, 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 you know, it's like... You go. It's it's hard to get a person's weight. You go into Google, and it had like Scott Redding is seventy 
seventy kilograms. You know, there's a difference, more than two pounds difference between or two kilograms difference between him and and Reddick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they, was they never had a, yeah, no, no, your man was in the six, low sixties, so that was uh, like eight kilos. That's sixteen pounds. What? Seventy. Uh, uh, Scott Redding is seventy. The man was down in the low sixties or no. maybe lower. Like I took, I took his his weight information off TNT, which is the the main broadcaster over here. Okay, uh, next so, you know, sixty eight, correct? I, I don't know. I don't think it was sixty eight. Yeah, you said sixty eight to me. Was it sixty eight? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, look, he's. He's, he's fucking skinny, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, I would think my leg would be wider than his body. Like, you know? <laughs> All I'm saying, <laughs> and it's not the height, it's the weight that you worry about, you know? It's like, yeah, it's, but look, and you're carrying in. Yeah, but look. Oh, I, look at the history of heavy riders. Well, it's, it, it's not necessarily, necessarily the weight is going to be his killer, right? It's the fact that can he stay on the fucking bike, right? Now, I was, and, and here's where we're kind of some of the things going on. So, Mark Marquez last year missed four race weekends, right? And I'm going to count these as race weekends, okay? And he had 29 crashes in 17 events. So, he had a fall rate of 1.7 crashes per weekend, right? Okay, so if he actually competed in all the races, he would have been out at about 38 crashes for the season. Okay, yeah, and the bad part about that is hold on, it gets worse, it gets worse. worse. (laughs) Joe and Mir didn't compete in six races, right? Right, and had a crash average per race weekend of 1.6. Now, because you can only Right, yeah. so he would have had thirty-four crashes, right? Right. So, if you add the two of those up, Repsol Honda would have had seventy-two crashes in twenty-one race weekends. Jesus. If they if they finished it right. Right. Now, if you look at if you look at the other riders, so like, I don't know. Imagine Pecos. if they I, were I, 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 I think I think I added it up right that. Mark crashed, or would have crashed, or in a total, if you put them out their season, in the total amount more, it would be Peko, Martin, and and another person combined. Still would he still would have had ten crashes more in that season, and it's you're just like. So then, when I looked at Marini, right, who was a pretty say, like I think he's down at zero point five percent crash rate for the season. Okay, so I'm like, okay, so the reason he he doesn't crash is that he doesn't go over the limit a lot. He right. rides within the limit of the bike, and then I was kind of like going, well, okay, so look, maybe if you look at this right, that what, what he might stay on the fucking Honda. Yeah, but how right? fast are you gonna go? But that's okay. You can make a fa- Joe. You can you can make a good bike. Yeah, you can you can make a good bike faster. You can develop it, but if the fucking thing is on the floor, right, seventy two times <laughs> in twenty one races, yeah, and two riders, back together again. <laughs> you know, development, 
Do you know what I mean? Like the, the the only development that is going on there is the fucking race engineers are getting faster putting the bike back together. Yeah, exactly. I mean? exactly. So kind of my point here though is that maybe because he is the rider that he is in the way that he approaches his racing, like he's not going to take any major massive risks, and that's what Honda need. They need a steady Eddie rider. Right. They do to develop the bike. Right. And this is kind of goes into tune with with he's not an alien and Marini is not. He's a world champion. He's a very, very good writer and, and I'm not kicking him in the balls, but he is not a fucking alien. Right. No. And you well, put an alien forever that they don't want an alien. They have they don't. To, if you don't have an alien and then it forces Honda to make a better bike. It's you're forcing it. And I think and I think and I think that's where it is. And I think like Mir, uh, I was Looking at it, and I still can't get over the fact Danny Pedroza did two race weekends last year. Two, you and Mir did 15. Is it 15? Yeah, 15. Who finished ahead of who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. So, Danny so Pedroza beat Joe and Mir in the world championship. Yeah, last year. So if they and he throws it two days weekend. But you know what? If they're going to have to make a better bike, all right, they're going to have to get better engineers. They're going to have to say they said they were going to go get, go with the European engineers and, and and phase out the Asian ones, but then they didn't. Then they sat on their hands. Now this is going to force them to either shit or get off the pot, because if they don't get the engineers, the European engineers, they're not going to develop that bike. I'll tell you that right now. Ha, Yamaha does, but Yamaha has better. Guess what? Yamaha and Yamaha has better engineers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, look, I think I think it's yeah. Look, I think there's there, there's there's a number of things. I think there's there's a massive wake up call now. Like, Honda financially and PR wise are feeling a massive massive void losing Mark Marquez. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I don't care that anyone says Honda are the biggest motor company in the world, blah, 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 right? There is not a business in this world will spend money unless they have to. And if you could put a name on the side of the bike and get 30 or 40 million a year sponsorship, mm-hmm. you would they would take it. Yeah. Unless you act the asshole, which I believe they believe that Repsol are, then they'll say, fine, fuck you, we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's where, where I think Honda is. But and, I think, you know what? Honda's dropping the ball on the production rates too. And, and that's what bothers when you look at them, you're going, as a businessman, you're looking at going, why aren't you stepping up even on the business end of it? But I'm but I, I, I see things though a little bit different from yourself with, with Honda and Yamaha. Yeah, maybe Yamaha were very good at tuning the, the frames, right? They've done fuck all in the last two years to solve that problem. Or in the last five years, they've done fuck all as well to solve the problems of of the M1. Honda, at least, right? I know people are saying that oh, they're copying this and they're doing that. I applaud that, right? Because they're at least fucking trying to understand what do these bulges on the side of the fairings do? <laughs> do you know what I mean? They, they, you know, they have someone there that. The designs that we saw from Honda, you know, normally that would take two years to yeah. come out for one of those. And they did, they progressively did this through the year. Now, did they make a balls of some of them? 
Yeah, like the yeah. downward duct thing that they tried to do with the big hole in the minute in the middle of it for where the exhaust was. Yeah. Of course, that wasn't going to work because you have a fucking hole they, there. <laughs> you have, they have, you got to give them. They, they're, they're, they trying. Have a lot, they're trying, and they have a lot of engineers. They're just not good engineers, you know. Yeah, but look, I think I I think, but I think that is a simple bit of direction for the engineers rather than fucking throwing everyone out. Throw, yeah. And look, for me, I still think the motor and all of that will be done in 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 Japan, but I think all the aero and chassis development, I think I can see that moving to Europe very, very quickly. And Yamaha have started to do that also. So that tells me, like, the Yamaha aero developments that we saw in Valencia were not designed by Yamaha. Yeah. You, you realize that that yeah. was done by a fucking company in Italy. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and you're just like, <clears throat> so I mean, um, it, like it, it just like. Yeah, but Honda won't do that. Honda will have. We're going to do it ourselves. They will. Uh, no, 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 no. I tell you this though, right? They, they, no, hold on a second. Uh, any of, going, didn't they grab somebody? Any of their high performance stuff that they did for F1. 90% yeah, of that like, yeah. was done was done in UK. Yeah. In the, the arrow they've been grabbing somebody else. And was it I thought it was Red Bull, wasn't it? Uh, it was Aston uh, Aston Martin. I'd say they're they're in uh maybe okay. maybe it's Aston Martin that they're in, in cahoots with. Because remember, and that was the thing that I showed you, remember last week and I called it out to you. You can have a wind tunnel, your own wind tunnel in Formula One, but let's just say you're Red Bull and you get 600 hours of aero testing. You have a full fucking wind tunnel that you're paying for. Yes. And Honda come along or whoever come along or KTM come along and say, can we use your wind tunnel? And you're like, okay. Oh, and oh, they oh, and Aston Martin is dying for that. They just, that, that is a, that's brand new. That's a brand new. Yeah. So thing. look, there's, so they need people in there. They need, yeah, the but, this, this, but this comes, but this comes back to my, my, my original statement, what I said about having a sponsor on the side of the bike. If you can get a sponsor on the side of the bike, yeah. that you don't have to pay 40 million, any company will do it. There's a company in, in, in the UK. They have a wind tunnel. They can only use it X amount of time. They have this amount of downtime. They have this amount of downtime for maintenance. This time, the downtime where nothing is in it. Of course, they're going to rent that time out. Why yeah. would they not? Do you know what I mean? Why would they earn not? Revenue, yeah. earn revenue <laughs> back from the hundred million or so they spent on developing yeah. <laughs> developing a wind tunnel. And so, and and not only there's a wind tunnel, they're a wind tunnel with a bunch of Europeans that are used to it and are good at it. You know. See, this is this is one of the ones that I don't know now. Is that like, for example, they wouldn't. Is their technical team in house with whomever? Do you know what I mean? Like we know, we know Red Bull and KTM's. We know Red Bull. Our our section of Red Bull Racing is doing KTM's, but right. but again, we don't know are they doing that in the wind tunnel? Who's operating the wind tunnel? Blah, 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 blah. But it's look. I still think it is is pretty interesting. The other thing I do want to to mention is um unfortunately the news came through during the week as well about anthony gobert the go show uh he did pass away during the week um so yeah so thoughts and prayers are with him and his family huh he's a young guy he was fairly young yeah 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 look but i i suppose these things do happen and uh you know (laughs) 
he he was an amazing talent. I'd be forever jealous of him because he rode one of one of my most iconic motorbikes, which is a Lucky Strike Suzuki or GV five hundred. You know, uh, you know, it's it, 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 that that bike. I've I've seen Schwantz's one. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just, it's the bike I want to have in my garage before I retire. I will never have that bike. I will end up building one. Uh, and I think that's, that is actually my retirement uh, thing of people ask me, what are you going to do to keep yourself doing? I'm going to build an RGV 500 out of an RGV 250. Mark my words. I will video it when I'm building it. I had uh, the, I had the, uh, the uh, RZV Yamaha. Yeah. Before. Yes. No, this is this is going to be one of one of the ones that the would that kill I you. The guy owed me money. I bought it for nothing. Practically. <laughs> oh bad. Oh bad. <sighs> but, but um yeah. Um look our thoughts and prayers anyway are with 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 Anthony's family and uh you know thanks for I suppose all the memories, I yeah. suppose are the is the main thing. Um there was another thing I wanted to go through as well today. Uh Mark was one Marini, oh yeah, and as I said about Marini, um, I think it was a uh, pretty, pr- yeah. I do think he's probably one of the better guys that you could get, even though he, that he did approach Honda directly himself. Uh, he wasn't poached, um, which I still find it very weird. He got a two-year deal, and they wouldn't give it a two-year deal to Miguel Oliveira. Um, the other rumor mill that's going on is that Uzio has come out and said about uh, VR46 and they're undecided on who they're going to go with next season. So, yeah, so... I thought they had... Yeah, that didn't surprise me. They've been up... I don't think they had... They were solid on that for the last six months. You heard about them being unstable on that. They haven't said... Well, no, look, I think think majority of the world believed that they were going to go Yamaha. Um, you know, it is a, a tie-up of Valentino Rossi. You know, who is who is Yamaha's brand ambassador? Do you know yeah. what I mean? And, and it surprised me because Ducati doesn't want the extra two bikes. Remember? Yeah, they yeah. But, but, the, they don't want the eight bikes. It, they're going to be stronger with six bikes than they will with the eight. So. Yeah, I think I think they I think they well definitely logistically and personnel wise it, it it would suit them unless a major regulation change comes in it doesn't really suit them then because like let's just say if all the regulations were to change for twenty twenty seven having right. eight bikes on the grid would be a massive advantage then right um but no like I I was very much so kind of of the opinion that this was all sorted that they're going to be uh, Yamaha next season. Apparently, that's not necessarily 100% the case. Uh, so my understanding is Uzio is talking to KTM. And he is talking to Ducati and Aprilia, uh, except Honda, all except Honda, really. Um <laughs> They're like the now, look, you think it's me? No one likes Honda. I mean, now Uzio, Uzio just said if they if they had to decide in the morning, they have a contract on on the table for a further two years with Ducati. That's on the table, right. and that he was talking with 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 Gigi Delinia, 
uh, but he's also talking with Aprilia, KTM, and Yamaha. Now, I don't see, I definitely don't see the, the, the KTM move on, right? And the reason that I don't see the KTM move on is that I can't see them being given equal status to the factory team when you have Herb's team there. Does that make sense? Yeah. So so they will go back into the same kind of pool as as they are currently in with Ducati. Joe, you know, yeah. they're not they are not they're not Pramac. Joe you know I mean they're not right. getting the full factory equipment. Right. I think they will get further downstream parts, etc. than well, then her now they're not getting full factory, but exactly. So, so why would they move into the same, yeah, in a lesser bike, right? If same with Aprilia, if Trackhouse Racing is, is there, you know, again, they're technically the new boys on the block, so they're yeah. they're third down the street. So, for me, when but I look Aprilia, at it, like, though, I would think that they would slot. The VR forty six ahead of the Trackhouse Racing because they're so because it would it, but it would just depend on the deal. Do you know what I mean? Like I genuinely believe the Trackhouse Racing is going to be run by in house Aprilia boys. Do you know what I mean? And it's like Trackhouse deal. Yeah, I think basically I think Trackhouse is 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 a front uh, and Dorna and them are just that's keeping right. That was a straw deal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I look at it. Uh, that's why I think so. I think what Uzio is doing is making sure that Yamaha are shitting themselves enough to offer them an extra mega deal. Like, realistically, if they go right. to Yamaha, realistically, the equipment is free. Right. Yeah. The engineers are free. Yeah, exactly. They have works parity. They have fucking absolutely everything. There's no difference between the two teams. And I you think that's what I want to see next year. I want to see Yamaha be Honda next year. That's my what my my New Year's resolution. I want to see well, Yamaha beat Honda because Honda always bitches and moans and gets concessions and all that shit. But they did. They already beat them last year. No, they beat them last year. I want to see them beat them this beat them this year again. Yeah, but they already beat them with two bikes last year. So just do it again, is it? Yeah, well, with all the no, with all the concessions and all the, the ground that oh, they yeah. should make up. Okay, yeah. Honda yeah. should make up. I want to see Yamaha beat them. Because they're they're at a real disadvantage. Because even though they have the concessions, they're running into that dead, you know that that you know dead end with the inline four. So it's not really doing the same thing as yeah. But I I, I think that's kind of that can kind of help them. Do you know what I mean? In in a way, like realistically, Yamaha Yamaha need to work on their. Um, well, they get more engines. That's that's yeah. I'll get more engines. So yeah. so do Honda. Do you know what I mean? Right. But it's they get free engine development throughout the year. So like at the start of every season. Yeah. But that's kind of a dead end, pal. You know that. Huh? That's kind of no, a dead I, end. I, I, yeah, but I, I I don't know. If they can start out their electronics and their thing, they can roll faster through the corner. They can roll faster through the corner. They'll ne they're never going to compete yeah. head to head on yeah. a straight line. As I said, you know, it's just, no, I said the dead end, it's a dead end in, in physics, not engineering. So, but when it, yeah, when but you know, engineer, look, you're screwed. You know, true, but look, at the end of the day, right? If Yamaha just say, just hypothetically, right? If a Yamaha can run its own lines that it wants to run, uh -huh. the lap time is minimal. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. if he can, if someone on a Yamaha can qualify well, launch well. 
and break the toe in the first couple of laps, there's no reason why a Yamaha can't win, except that's a pretty tough road to hoe. <laughs> yeah, except that's a yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah, but look, it's it, it's the same as the Aprilias, right? If the Aprilias get off the line and are allowed to run their race, right. they'll, win, they'll win the race. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because the they can probably has the opportunity to, to make more horsepower and not blow up. So they, they can, you know. Yeah, but the Aprilia, I think there wasn't much between the Yamaha and the Aprilia down the straight, though. That's the fucking thing. Yeah, well, it's, uh, well, it was put it this way. There's more opportunity, more potential there for the uh, for the uh, Aprilia to make it than the Yamaha. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, look, and I'm sure, I'm sure uh, Thomas O'Kane and uh, and Co. within there and Marmoni are, are are working away and trying to eke out it. Something and look, they have a more concessions too, which I don't understand. Okay, who I don't know that they probably got more concessions and 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 and, and KTM. And this whole concession thing blows, but it's bullshit. But they but with them with having more concessions, they should have more opportunity to make more horsepower. They should, yeah. but no, their, their engines are frozen. Oh, oh, oh they are. Okay, I thought yeah, they had KTM and Aprilia's engines are frozen. It's only oh, Yamaha. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought they got some more concessions in their in their engine development. Also, no, 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 no. They got they got Wait, a few extra test tires. Yet. Yeah, they no, they got extra test tires and 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 that, but um, they didn't get more freedom engine wise. You know. Yeah. Um, if you look at that, yeah, Ducati should be the slowest V four. But for some, yeah, they should be. Why? Because Why the, the pneumatic feet, the, the pneumatic valve system has a, a lot more friction than the. Than the, the but the, they all have pneumatic valves. Yeah, no, not the not the Ducati. Ducati has the Desmond. The Desmond oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the rest of them have the, the Ducati has a disadvantage with the friction in there. But, but Ducati and Ducati has always had one of the highest horsepower engines. I know. They say it's because they have a special. Um, I read this in that magazine, the RET, Race Engine Development, excuse me, um, Race Engine Technology, that they have a, a, a different uh, combustion chamber than anybody else. And that's what pushes them ahead. I would think so. And I, look, I think like anyone that has an old uh, Ducati in their shed, you know, and I remember watching a few videos about this, is that you had an old Ducati, you can start it, but you can't write it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, yeah. So look, definitely their technology is 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 there, and and like how you how you seem to know a company is doing well um, for itself, and this is something I always look at. At the, two years after Ducati would race a bike, that bike would be up for sale. Okay. Right. So you could have bought Hayden's bike, Rossi's bike, Stoner's bike, whomever's bike, Caparazzi's, blah, 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 yeah. all the way down. You can't find one of them now for love nor money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think the last bike that I saw for sale was Davi's bike from 2016. Yeah. 
right now. So so now now they're in a phase of they don't need to sell their old race bikes to develop their new ones. Do you know what I mean? So they're the best best motorcycle company in the world that have the best motorcycle of all time, the greatest motorcycle of all time. Moto GP right. motorcycle anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, crazy in the uh, super bikes too. You got to admit. Uh, All right. I I I I, 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 keep, I, I keep I keep, I keep myself reserved in that, right? Because I like my Aprilia more than my Ducati personally. That's. I, that. I personally think. I, I personally think that Ducati and Bautista are unbeatable, right? And right. I think the two of them just gel. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's true. And I think that is, that is it. But I look at where is the nearest second Ducati, and it's fucking nowhere near it. Oh, nowhere I know. near. I know. So, That's why I said they they, they, so, they do not they should not have any restrictions. It's just those two coming together. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's, that, 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 that's what I think. And and like World Superbikes will be interesting this year um, to see how Talkbreak gets on. If anybody I'm wants to see them. something that's happened before and, and, and Dorna pushed Aprilia right out, you should have seen when Aprilia was winning uh, winning the championships in World Superbike. The, the RSV4 was walking away from everybody like they were tied to a post. I mean, the difference in speed was unbelievable. I remember one guy, get this, he's coming, to, coming out of a corner, goes off the track a little bit, like gets cockeyed, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't he still pass three other people in front of him by the time he hit the next corner? That's how fast they used to be. Yeah, but look, look, I'm sure, then I'm sure there was there, was there was there was a political agenda on both sides there because it's not all it was not all Dorna. Oh no, no. There, there was he, a major. He shoved it up their ass on, on, on there, uh, there, there, yeah. there were major issues leading up to that. It, it wasn't, it wasn't Dorna just turned around and said, "Oh, you're too fast. We're going to slap you." Okay, it hour. wasn't. Excuse me. The hell, it wasn't. They just no, shoved no, it their butt. No, There's there no other. There. I did read up, and then there was other friction points that um, that did arrive before that. That before they left out. Um, the other thing, I suppose, as well, was um, after the uh, after the uh, thing, because I'll be damned if I remember if anything happened, other than they put in restrictions. Then when they left, they put them right back on. They 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 lifted it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> now we have we have testing coming in two weeks. Hmm. Um, and obviously, it starts off with the shakedown test uh, in Sepang. We're going to see all the Honda riders, all the Yamaha riders, for sure, on the, with the test riders. Uh, Rins is expecting to be very, very busy, and I, I, I see Rins as a as a major threat to Fabio Conarero. If I'm very honest, I really yeah, genuinely. Do and I'm a, I'm I think, a Conor fan. He's my favorite rider. Yeah, I think I think it's I think he's it's it's going to be pretty interesting because you know Rins is not afraid to crash. He's not afraid to go thing, but he has his style on a bike is just phenomenal. Do you know what I mean? And he proved by riding the Honda he, and winning on the Honda, he could fucking ride anything. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I thought his comments about Yamaha were funny when they because Joe Fabio and, and them would say the Yamaha was way too aggressive, the engine was too aggressive. And Rins is like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's fine. 
Now, I get it. Yeah. He I just came it, off that... the freaking Honda when he's like, what? That's man. That's the walk in the park. This is Cadillac country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think... Um, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna give it to Fabio, and I think Fabio's gonna not, not like it. Do you know what I mean? Because like he's used to, he's used to being the man in, in the garage, and Rins kind of comes in as like, okay, and and I think the dangerous thing for for right now is, is that Rins has brought his engineer from Suzuki, who was with KTM or Gasgas, with him to Yamaha. Mm-hmm. So he knows what he wants in an inline four. He's already made some changes and requests to Yamaha to change a couple of bits and pieces that they were working on in Suzuki and was working very well, according to Rins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so if Rins goes out there and puts fucking manners on, on Quadrero, we could have a great fight, I think. And yeah. we could see we could see a Frenchman. Um, I would think leaving the team not because the bike is not performing is because he's not the the golden child anymore. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Mm. The paycheck is too good there, and he spends too much money to be. You know, if he has, if he's leaving, he I don't know. I think he's gonna have to go to a big paycheck. He's, I, he just pisses money like like. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I think I I think he'll be going somewhere like um, I think. Personally, I think he will go to to Aprilia. That's I love just leaving Aprilia. Aprilia has a bike that can win the title. They need a rider. They do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like um, they need that alien, and I think he'd yeah. be the he'd be the right person for it. Now, I'd love to see Rins there too. Uh, and I said that last year. But I think I think look I think it'll be I think it'll be fairly interesting. Now look, there's it's only two weeks away. We're going to see all the, all those riders out there. Um, personally, myself, I can't wait to see it. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty intense couple of days out on track. If I'm very very honest. Yeah. Um. The other thing as well is about Jack Miller. Like Jack is getting a, Jack's getting a lot of criticism about. So, and I like I'll, I'll be very honest. Jack has to pull up his socks this year, in my view. To yeah, he better. He's not doing too well, and his PR is not. He's not getting a good PR out there. Let me tell you. Well, yeah. Look, I, look, he is definitely. He's definitely the writer I want to go for a beer with. Yes, exactly. Out of them all, he's definitely the one I definitely have a few beers with. I still think he's a really good writer, but he has to. And this is where I suppose I am concerned with Mark on the Ducati, right? Because we're seeing it with Jack. Jack has struggled to adapt his writing style to how the KTM wants to be written. Jack burns the tire immediate now he did this in the ducati as well so, he did that in the ducati though but he but he didn't change so he hasn't changed his writing he hasn't been able to adapt his writing style what, from what, what, he, what oh, they're both bikes though and he also the same thing he's running he always runs the the, the uh, soft front tire just like he does the ducati yeah like his thing is he didn't change from the ducati uh, you know he's, he's staying the same along the same lines and a different bike 
Oh, I know that, but but that's my that, but that's my point, and that's why I, I I was saying about Mark is that Mark will have to adjust his natural instinct right. not to be Mark Marquez. Like Jack can can seem to make that adjustment on KTM that what he would get away with on a small bit on the Ducati, he's not get like the KTM is exposing him within five laps, where maybe right. it was ten or fifteen laps on the Ducati, so. That's where where I'm kind of talking about is that he needs to 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 function it, but like he needs some good results in order to make sure that he's there. Like I would firmly believe if Acosta does any sort of way good this week or this year, you know, it will be Acosta in the in the works team. It has to be. Do you know what I mean? Um, the following season, so uh, the cost is a huge question mark in my mind. He yeah. is, but it, but if he shows anyway, somewhat of potential, they will remove. Uh, they will remove Jack. Oh yeah, he is, yeah. He uh, Jack hanging on there by his fingernails. He is, yeah, yeah. Like, but okay, it was a two-year deal. That was that was it. You know, and the, and the, the, once the deal is up, the deal is up. You know. Uh, will he be kept on? I think he will. Maybe down into Tech Three. Um, so look, I just think it's. I just think it will be pretty interesting. Um, uh, so yeah. And when, when but at the end of this video, I wanted to, I wanted to ask your opinion, especially on something that I did ages ago, and I think it can still run today. If you want to do one it, one go for sure. We're nearly there. Okay, the one ten years ago. Right, I was gonna. Go. I was. I was. I was an awful lot prettier. Yes. Yeah, well, ten years ago, uh, you had. You have now. You have the king of the baggers, right? Yeah. Ten years ago, that wasn't around. I was gonna promote a, a, a type of king of the baggers run. So I said, ten bikes has gone down with uh, Bill France and to Daytona and trying to with NASCAR. I was gonna call it NAS bike. Run ten right. bikes, Harley Davidsons. You love this. Go fast. Go left. Right at places yeah. like Talladega, uh, Daytona, the big tracks as a as a, a support race. Right, ten mm -hmm. bikes, turbocharged or procharged. Right, you know, like say two hundred fifty horsepower, all the same bike, all the same prep. Like I said, everything comes in a bag. Right, mm -hmm. and then they run, go fast, go left. Right, yeah. you just got ten guys. They don't have to be the best riders in the world. Let's not kid anybody. A lot of drafting, big set of balls on them, mm -hmm. and you know what? They're gonna finish this far away from each other. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or go through each other. They're gonna love watching their Harley Davidson uh, bagger running 160 mile an hour and finishing six inches away from another in ten abreast or four mm -hmm. abreast coming across the finish line. Now, when I first proposed this, the Biker, the the true racers thought, oh no, they, nobody's going to watch, you know, something going in a circle. That's not motorcycle racing. I said it's not motorcycle racing. This is a support race. This is for the hillbillies. This is for the go fast, go left NASCAR guys. But I said it'll be good for motorcycle racing because every time they go there, we have a hundred thousand people watching that. Okay, every time in America, which doesn't happen in America. That's, you know, we have Daytona and 10,000 people show up. Mm -hmm. 
I said, somebody should, and I'm thinking, somebody, I can't, I'm too old now, you know, too beat up, but somebody should take that king of the baggers and like a NAS bike. Just like I had all the same bike, 200 and some horsepower baggers just going around the track. Boom, go fast, go fast, left. And a lot of, you know, drafting one right after the other. Guy goes from fifth to first to fifth, you know, the sixth to tenth to first. Mm. You know, what do you think of that? Listen, I'll watch two flies race up a fucking wall, right? So personally, myself. Because you like NASCAR and you like bikes and you're a classic bike racer. Well, like, yeah, but like, look, I suppose I watch, I do watch the Daytona 200 on the bikes, right? And look, it is pretty cool. Um seeing them race around the banked oval so no, this would not they, be, they would never go into the infield this is all i know i i know that but watching them going around the corners on the oval because they do go around two of the corner yeah out of the long corner and into the straight mm-hmm. it i think it's prob it is really really cool um it would just depend on the speed that they're doing and that and 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 the reason that i'm saying that is like as if they were doing 60, 70 mile an hour, you can kind of say, okay, yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll be class, right? No, they're if they're doing 160 mile an hour, 170 yeah. mile an hour. Yeah, so I think that would actually be a cheese grater contest to be, if I'm very fucking honest. One of them touches. Do I think, the, is, the, is it dangerous? Yes. So, so look, as, as a series, yes, I'd love to see you watch the racing because I actually. I actually raced mini bikes in a in a in a go kart track oval. I don't know if you ever raced an oval, but racing an oval is far more difficult than you actually can imagine. I, I have, but in, like you're gonna laugh at me. Uh, worked lawnmowers, but anyhow, lawnmower racing, same thing as your go karts. But um, I think I think the problem with bike problem with the bikes uh, on an oval is them touching, and if they touch and they hit the wall. There's no forgiveness there, you know, and no, uh, but now so I, so, that, they could just so, do, they could do the because because I said ten bikes they could do put uh, the air fence along it all the way around. That won't stop a fucking Harley. You know, they was well it would push it into the street. No, no, but like if they, if they if they if they if they go into the if they go into the if they go into the wall. Say, oh, you're gonna say it's gonna and, go and, through the uh, air fence, uh, it'll puncture the air fence and oh, the rider okay. that's in yeah. between the bike and the wall. So, look, no, I, I think I, as, I a con- as, a con- as a concept, I would absolutely love to see motorbike oval racing. Um, I just, <laughs> I just yeah, don't think you'd try to be and then, uh, the, the and I and I think I, I, 130. Hmm? Is it any more dangerous, realistically? If I'm going 130. And the, the, the dirt track yes, because you don't make a turn on the drag race. It's just straight. You what know? do you mean? On a drag race, you're like... We're so, not drag racing. We're going in a circle. I know, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's the difference. Like There is a concrete wall in drag racing, yes. But nine times out of ten, you, you, go, you just go straight. You don't have to make oh. a turn. <laughs> and, you know, it's... it's you you have four turns every every circuit, do you know what I mean? So you know, turn one, turn two, turn three, turn four. So you have four chances of hitting that wall. Do you know what I mean? Where a drag race and you've one chance 
in 10 or 20 or whatever. Now, don't don't get me wrong, it does happen. But I would <laughs> I would see this as someone clouting the wall, front end, flying up, hitting the guardrail. Those guardrails are mesh fencing. Do you know what I mean? And uh, when well, the men were push... men and the sheep were scared, did you ever did you ever push like something through a mesh plate? <laughs> it doesn't come out. Uh, and, uh, and if you haven't, people uh, just Google a potato ricer in use, and you will see exactly what that would look like. But it would like be mush, no lumps. Um, but yeah, look, I do, I do think it's a cool concept. I just don't think any sporting body. Would... <laughs> would allow so allow allow a racing league for motorcycles to turn in at 160 mile an hour on an oval. Don't 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 get me wrong though. I think it's a cool idea. <laughs> I can I could imagine it though. I think I, I do think you're right though. I think the NASCAR people would love us. Oh, they uh, they would go this, shit over that. I've actually watched the baggers, and I think I think they're I think they're brilliant. Massive, massive lumps of metal, and amazed at how the rider can can get it over and back I, so no, quickly. See, I think that that my idea was floating around for a while, and I was getting ready. I think somebody took they picked up my idea, and then it's, it did a happy medium. Yeah, know? yeah. Look, I, and I, look, I think that was more kind of sports sanctioning bodies than than anything else. Do you know what I mean? And um, I told him to do. I told him to do. The turbochargers. I've asked, normally asked Brady to give it a little sizzle, right? Yeah. Uh, but they they and they and they are allowed to do it. But I would say I was telling them they're allowed to do turbos on this. By the way, hmm? I would make it mandatory. Which the 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 like king of the baggers. Yeah, I would make it a mandatory turbocharger. Okay, the sizzle. So people go, oh, it's turbocharged, you know, that type of thing, or supercharged, you yeah, know, have yeah, more yeah, pro, yeah. have pro charger, you know, pro, you know the company pro charger, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have pro charger. You get in there, have pro charger, you know, in every single one, all the, on all the bikes. You'd be oh, supercharged. That, that would sell the series a little more. It gives it some sizzle, like the old expression, "sell the sizzle, not the steak." Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. So. Anyhow, anyway, right here. Well, look, and on that bombshell, uh, we will end it there. And uh, we have uh, a lot of Ducati launches this week as well, so uh, we'll keep up to date with those. But until oh, next week, that's Sport of 44. I swear to God, it's hard <laughs> to pick up, guys. It's hard. You see me ask uh, Max something, and I'll say, What is this? I've heard it before, but every time I see something on these. Ducati hate, you know, clickbait sites. I don't even, I don't know if it's right or not. I, even if they say something right, they, they lie so much. I don't know if it's right. You know, if they tell me the grass is green, I'm going to go out and check and make sure it's not purple. You know, yeah, well, look, they're wrong just, more than just, they're right. I mean, just, it, just do what I do. One after the other. Just do what I do and say, I don't want to see this content. Then that yeah, way folks, you can live a happy life. Give them a, a thumbs down or, or write in on them because that's getting it's getting the point of being insulting as a motorcyclist for these guys. It's, yeah, well, the, the, the guy is a, 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 a hater, you know. With, with let's not give them any more airtime anyway. Listen, look, yeah, uh, right. Let, leave them, leave them be Just who they, they want to be. 
Um, personally, myself, I, I don't, I don't watch them. And when I see new ones like them coming on, I just say to YouTube, you can, you can put on that. I don't want to see this content anymore. And then you're, you're never bothered with it. So, anyway, and on that, Bob Shell, we'll end it up for today, and we will see everyone next week. Next week, folks. Take it easy. Have fun. Ciao for now, little cow.